Tom Bernard Show with Andy Barrett Bernard and Mike Molina. And we'll be right back in a couple of seconds. Corey Feldman accused, seal rips Oprah, and other harassment quick hits right after this. Tom Bernard Show. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorney. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would... Highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record is terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant. Bradshaw and Brian. Due to the billions of marketing dollars spent by Walzer Automotive on Tom Bernard Podcast, you hopefully know that Walzer sells cars. What you might not know is that they also have two full-service collision repair centers in the Twin Cities. They're fully certified by all insurance carriers and can help you navigate all the paperwork if you ever have an accident. But wait, there's more. They've also been in the paintless dent repair business for nearly 30 years and can take those pesky dings out for just a fraction of what traditional body work costs. Broken windshield? Walzer Collision is a fleet of full-service mobile glass repair trucks as well. Walzer are pros at body and glass repair, but don't take my word for it. They have an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau and a nearly perfect 4.8 Google rating. Check them out at walzercollision.com. favorites. Still one of the greatest buys of my life. A friend of mine got uh, Are You Experienced as a Christmas gift, hated it, and sold the album to me for 50 cents. One of the greatest buys I've ever made. Let me just point. That that is amazing. I hope after you got the album, you were no longer friends with him. (laughs) Just get rid of him completely. Well, I I haven't seen him in decades, so... I would tell you that. Corey Feldman has been accused, an allegation. Uh, Corey Feldman is under investigation for allegedly grabbing a woman's butt last year. He's denying it and suggested it might be in retribution from one of his Corey's Angels bandmates for canceling a tour. And this is the one that's really pretty interesting. And he included pictures of, uh, of his statement and what she did. Seal went after Oprah pretty hard on Instagram, accusing her of knowing for decades what Harvey Weinstein was doing. He hashtagged his post sanctimonious Hollywood. There's a picture of Oprah with her tongue in Harvey Weinstein's ear. When you have uh, been part of the problem for decades, then there's another picture of Weinstein reaching out to grab a, a young woman's arm, and Oprah's got a big smile on her face sitting there. And then the uh, line says, but suddenly they all think you are the solution. Yeah, she's got no shot. I'm sorry. All of them, Meryl Streep, Oprah, they all knew what Weinstein was doing, and they still kissed his ass like there was no tomorrow. They, this this whole Hollywood thing, I hope 
they just is there any way they could clean house? No. It's never gonna happen. They'd have to admit that there's a problem that isn't, you know, someone that they already hate. Yeah, I suppose that's like true. right now just they're just like they wanna blame all men in general because it's you know, hating men isn't going to get you put on a list or anything, but if you note that it's all of Hollywood, then you know, then Hollywood is obviously going to slander you to the point where you're can't work anymore. Yeah, big the biggest problem I had with Oprah, of course, is she had to make sure that it was white men. That yeah. she talked about. And that's what. Exactly. That's the route she always. She loves to play the race card. She just loves to do that. And for some reason, men and white people are. They won't uh, defend themselves from that kind of thing. Oh, I know. Well, ninety-nine point nine percent of the, pe- the the people that do accuse white men of problems are white people. They got this huge guilt complex. Now, some people deserve it. Some people don't. You know, that's just how it is. Some random facts for your Thursday. Coca-Cola wanted to raise their prices from five cents a bottle in nineteen fifty-three, so they asked the Treasury Department to start making a seven and a half cent coin. They declined, and Coke eventually raised the price to ten cents. They wanted the Treasury Department to make a Seven and a half cent corn. That's a pretty bold move. Can you believe a bottle of Coca Cola only cost five cents in 1953? Five cents. Pretty cheap. Was it now like three bucks? Um, like a, what was this, like 12 ounces or something? Mm, yeah, I think it was 12 ounces. Well, I don't know how much it is. Do they even sell, well, they sell 12 ounce cans, I know that, but I don't know about the bottle. Well, I don't think that really matters. I don't know. Yeah, it probably doesn't Let's see, matter. how much is a 12 ounce can? Coca-Cola. Well, it depends if it's in a six pack or not, right? But single purchase. Because this would be single purchase, five cents a bottle. Any idea? 10,000 sites about how many calories. Okay. Like, why don't you just well, calm down? We'll get back. Alligators hibernate in water by keeping their noses above the surface, so if it freezes over, they can still breathe. Yeah, there were... Did you guys see all those pictures of alligators that were up in, like, northern... Well, I think it was southern Georgia, northern Florida, but mostly in the Okefenokee Swamp or whatever it's called. Yeah, that was crazy. I think it's called the Okefenokee Swamp. Yeah, there are all these all these alligators that are breathing through frozen surfaces. They, they were breathing through ice because that's what they do anyway. Technically, the president isn't supposed to salute military officers because even though he's the commander-in-chief, he's a civilian. The first president who started saluting was Ronald Reagan. And then remember uh, that uh, Barack Obama ran into some problems because he didn't salute at first. But people had gotten used to it because apparently after Ronald Reagan, everybody saluted the officers uh, or I don't know, whatever. They're not really supposed to. No, they're not supposed to. Because the uh, president is part of the armed forces and he's the highest ranked one, so. Yeah, he is commander in chief. Yeah, you don't salute higher or lower ranking whatever it is. Yeah, I guess not. He's just showing respect. That's all he was doing. What'd you find out about a bottle of Coke now? It's impossible to find out. You online. can't even find out. I have no. no idea how much they are, but I think the last time I bought like a 16 ounce bottle of Coke at like a holiday store or whatever, it was like two and a half dollars. Yeah, that sounds about right. Two and a half bucks for a bottle of Coke. What the hell? Apples can be stored for up a year before they're sold? Is that true? How is that possible? Do they, is like a frozen, I don't know, that's, I don't, I don't know if I believe fun. that. Yeah, I don't know. A year? Uh, and by the way, despite the myths, your hair and fingernails do not keep growing after you die. No, they do not. But everybody believes that. You do know that, right? Everybody believes that they keep growing. Not so, me. Well, <laughs> yeah, but you, you do research all that stuff, don't you? I mean, Andy, you research everything. I do. Just, you like to know everything about everything? I suppose so. 
That's what it is. You know, Coke is launching these new trendier flavors of trendy cans. They've got the, the long, slim cans now, and they got trendier drinks like Diet Coke. Apparently, sales are off, way off on Diet Coke. So yeah, that's why, to... the, well, I mean, Coke Zero Sugar is just a rebranding of Coke Zero. It's just not Because people good. care about brand more than they care about, like, what it actually is. Yeah, they do, don't they? I, I just, but again, I've, I've admitted this many, many times. I like Coca-Cola, but I like Diet Pepsi. It's just weird. I, that, isn't that weird? I like Diet, I mean, I like Diet Pepsi, particularly Diet Cherry Pepsi. I've got one on my desk right now, but I love Coca-Cola. Yeah, it's odd. Uh, the cans are still 12 ounces, but they're taller and narrower than normal soda cans. The new Diet Coke flavors are ginger lime, twisted mango, zesty blood orange, and feisty cherry. Cherry and orange are the only ones that sound any good. You don't like any of the other ones? Twisted, yeah, mango and ginger lime. I, mango I soda, I don't know. I like mangoes, but mango plus the taste of Coke, it just doesn't make sense. Well, are they cl- Coke flavored, or is it just a mango, or is it... Or oh. are they fruit drinks? Well, I suppose that's a good question. Yeah, but they've never—they didn't make it clear. That's weird. So I don't know. It, this is Pepsi, you said? No, it's Coke. Oh, it is Coke. So I, I, I is it twisted cherry or zesty cherry? Yeah, it is. Yeah, something like. Oh, okay. Oh, you want me to? You want me to give you the exact names? Oh well, yeah, so I can find it. Okay, what, so what it ba- is. basically the. Well, it says the it new is, Diet Coke flavors. It's feisty cherry. Let's see here. But is it a Diet Coke that has feisty cherry in it? That's my guess. Because it doesn't say Coke. It says the new Diet Coke flavors are. So it means, I suppose, there would be Diet Coke in there with it, right? So they might be pretty good, actually. Like you said, you know, the blood orange and the feisty cherry Diet Coke would probably be pretty good, I would think. And it does say Diet Coke right on the can. I'm pretty sure that's what it is, yeah. Yeah, you know, it says Diet Coke. Diet Coke ginger lime. Uh, they got Diet Coke no sugar, no cow. Calories. They got twisted mango diet. Yeah, it is. It's it's the diet coke with those flavors in there: feisty cherry, zesty blood orange, twisted mango, ginger lime. I don't know ginger lime. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Sounds pretty in bad. It. And I'll try it though. Yeah, that stuff is pretty good. You are you a soda drinker at all, Molina? No, not at all. You never no. have been. Ah, uh, well, no, I was, you but just, I went cold turkey. Oh, you did? Yeah, just... You uh, went cold turkey on everything, though, didn't you? Yeah, pretty you much. You pretty much cold turkeyed everything. Yeah. Are so, you getting back to it yet at all? Uh, maybe eventually. I don't know. I mean, I kind of actually like it. For whatever reason, I, I drink more coffee now than I used to, but uh, I don't know. And I think my dentist approves, so that's a win-win. Yeah, probably true. Yeah. That's probably true. I don't know. It, it, it's, a, it's a lifestyle thing, I suppose. Well, people back when I was a kid, everybody drank soda back then, but you don't you don't see that many drinking soda, many people drinking sodas anymore. No. It just doesn't happen. It's that, not as cool as it was in the 90s. No. I and guess. Plus it's expensive. And, you know. Like you mentioned, I mean, 2 bucks, 250 for one can of Coke. I mean, but it can't be that, that a six-pack of uh, Coke is not $15. No, no, no. But, I mean, you, you go, like I was just at Target the other night. I mean, they have them, like, I don't know, four for 12 or three for 12. So, what, 36 cans for 12 bucks? Oh, is that what you get? Uh, well, I mean, that's what I see in the stores, you know, in the aisles. Advertised at Target, at least. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, has Bezos bought Target yet? Because I haven't heard. He was The, the word was he was going to buy tar- Target, but I haven't heard if he did or not. Nah, not yet. Least, but Oh, God. The Dow is up. Dow's up again? Yeah, it's over 25.5 now. Or at least it was this morning. Oh, my God. You know, I will tell you something about doing this job, ladies and gentlemen, that, that 
you would not jealous of having to do if you were. I just looked up at one of the news stories that comes through newser.com, which is a news delivery service. It tends to lean pretty far left, but they some of the writing's pretty good. I don't like sites that lean too far lean too far left or right. I just if we could find a centrist news delivery, that'd be nice. But I don't know if it's possible. But I am now looking at a picture of a woman holding up a doll and she's exposing the doll's genitals. Mm-hmm. And the doll does have genitals, okay? Pro-life and family activist Dania Rios shows the male genitalia of a BB Mania ZZ doll, or is it Gigi? XIXI. Is that ZZ or Gigi? Yeah. I don't know. Which has uh, caused a local media stir after some customers complained that the doll is transgen. What? Oh, my God. Authorities in the Paraguayan border town of Ciudad El del Este have temporarily closed a shop accused of selling transgender dolls, the AP reports. Mayor Sandra McLean, uh, very Paraguayan name. Yeah, Sandra McLean, uh, justified Tuesday's closures by noting that the city most widely known as a smuggling and counterfeiting haven, that's nice to know, last year declared itself pro-life and family. City attorney Christian Cabral said the shop also was closed for failing to pay this year's commercial tax and for selling toys when it's only authorized to sell electronic goods. Uh, the dolls had caused a local media stir after some customers complained they appeared to be standard old-fashioned baby dolls with a red ribbon around their head, but with male genitalia. Shop manager Esther Bazan told local reporters that the dolls came from China and said tourists from neighboring Brazil and Argentina had found them funny. But other customers were upset. Paraguay last year banned educational material about sexual diversity in schools, and the education minister volunteered to help burn all books related to the subject. We're not going to promote gender ideology, education minister Enrique Riera told local media last year. We're going to base ourselves on what is expressed in the Constitution, which says that marriage is between a man and a woman. Ciudad del Este, on the border of uh, Argentina and Brazil, is a haven for shoppers from all three countries. It's been accused by U.S. and international officials of being a center of drug and counterfeit goods smuggling. I'm looking at this woman holding up this doll, and this doll does have uh, not only a penis, but it has uh, the sack as well. So I've never seen a doll with genitalia before. Me either. I don't know about you guys. Uh, Andy, I did want to get your take on this. Warren Buffett. Uh, do you see what he's got to say? Something annoying. Warren Buffett said uh, he thinks Bitcoin will end very badly. Oh, well, he's right. Cryptocurrency falls on talk of South Korean ban. So now they're thinking of banning cryptocurrency in certain, uh, a certain uh, whatever it is. Warren Buffett's advice on Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies can be summed up in two words. Stay away. In an interview with CNBC on Wednesday, the billionaire Berkshire Hathaway investor said that in terms of cryptocurrencies, generally, I can say with almost certainty that they will come to a bad ending. The 87-year-old, however, said he couldn't predict what the, when that bad ending would occur and admitted he doesn't know that much about cryptocurrencies. We don't own any. We're not short any. Uh, we'll never have a position in them, he said. I get into enough trouble with the things I know something about. Why in the world should I take a long or short position in something I don't know anything? about. Charlie Munger, Buffett's 94-year-old right-hand man, also told CNBC he sees cryptocurrencies as a bubble. You agree with that? Oh, yeah, it's an absolute bubble. Why would anybody have bought these in the first place? Well, they all bought it for the same reason, and that's because they thought that they could buy it wait till it gets bigger and then sell it which is a huge problem because that means that everyone's just going to be hanging on to it which means it has no value. The Mm -hmm. only value it has is in being 
sold once it gets high, and once it gets high, no one's going to want to buy it. So well, there you go. Yeah. So this the idea that it was worth nineteen thousand dollars is totally ridiculous. Quite ridiculous. Well, there you go. We'll be back. Tom Bernard Show. I'm Brad Huckle, president of North American Banking Company. Ask one of our bankers what they love about business banking. They always say the relationship with a client. Case in point, True North Oral Surgery and Implants is a longtime customer with a growing practice. Their banker, Julie Marshall, knows the ins and outs of what they do. So when they need working capital, an equipment loan, or funds for expansion, they call Julie. Are you looking for a banker you can count on? Give us a call. This is Tom. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company? A better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Hi, this is Tom. If you spend any time at the lake, you can relate to hanging out on the dock with family and friends. Let Flow enhance your experience with their rock-solid dock systems. You see, Flow's passion to invent a better way to make life easier comes through in every product they make. Flow boat lifts are a breeze to level using a cordless drill with their patented easy-level system. Flow is about making things easy, meaning you have more time to enjoy being at the lake. Isn't that why you go there in the first place? See for yourself why they say they've been perfecting leisure time since 1983. Visit Flow at the Minneapolis Boat Show at the Convention Center January 11th through the 14th. Say you heard this ad on KQ and received $50 off your purchase. Stop by Friday night between 6 and 7 to meet professional hockey star Ryan Suter, a proud owner and spokesperson for Flow Dock and Lift System. Or visit their website at floeintl.com. Flow Docks and Lifts, a better way. Man, you're playing a lot of great music today. What's going on, Molina? Uh, not much. Thursday, close to the weekend. Big game on Sunday. Yeah, that's true. Big game Sunday, no doubt about that. So, wait, uh, the Super Bowl is this Sunday? No. Oh. The first Viking playoff game is this Sunday. Oh. They play New Orleans at, what is it, 340 on Sunday? Yep. I'm pretty sure it's a 340 start time. Yeah. In any case, uh, Darkness Dave just sent over a text says, Many babies are given red ribbon or red yarn as protection against the evil eye, so these snowflakes need to relax. And, yes, I am serious. Yeah, That's, I don't feel, I feel like, yeah, this doll thing is a non-issue. Yeah, it seems like it. It seems like it is a total non-issue. But It's probably know. more like, you know, they got closed down because uh, they're letting some drug cartel store drugs in their shop or something. I just think it's one of those things, again, how Americans, uh, the guy who cuts my hair is an Italian immigrant. He is from Italy. Uh, and I was talking to him today while I was getting a haircut, and he was talking about the fact that America is still the place that everybody in the world wants to come to. Pretty much. Uh, to escape socialism in their country. I mean, this guy, again, he's uh, he's an Italian immigrant. His father, actually, uh, let me see, let me get this right, his grandfather originally America many, many years ago, but he didn't bring his family with him, and then he died, and then many years later, uh, third generation, Dino moved to America. He moved He moved from Italy to Springfield, Missouri. How the hell do you make that move? It's a bit different. I mean, think about that. You move from Italy to Springfield, and not, there's nothing wrong with Springfield, Missouri. I'm not saying that, but why Why that? Yeah, well, think you think he'd move to, like, you know, an Italianish area. You know what's in Springfield, though? The college? No. No, the big uh, correctional facility. Oh, Is really? It? Yeah, the big Their relatives one. there. I, no comment. But you talking uh, about? Uh, uh, you talking about uh, Leavenworth? That's in Leavenworth, was, Kansas. No, I thought there was another one in Missouri. I swear it's. Um, oh, I'm sure there is. Actually, let me see. I'll look it up because I'm. I've heard yeah, things. Type, yes, type it up. Everything will be fine. You've heard? What do you mean you've heard things? <laughs> what does that mean? Uh, well, I've heard things. <laughs> but no, Dino did not go to prison. Okay. So you, you think he, he got shipped? 
No, he didn't go to prison. And he was not a guard. As a matter of fact, he came to America as a young guy, and his first jobs, shoveling snow and cutting grass. Okay. He said that his father, now remember his grandfather moved to America and died, but his father didn't. His father worked in in Italy, and when Dino left Italy, his father, Dino's about my age, Dino's father was working seven days a week. Seven days a week, he would work like 10 hours a day, so 70 hours a week, he made $15 a month. Pretty horrible. Not a week. He made $15 a month working 70 hours a week. So Dino comes to America. It snows. He goes, oh, my God, I've moved to hell. He remembers telling his friends, oh, my God, I've moved into hell. This is hell on earth. But then he noticed that people didn't want to shovel their own uh, driveways or sidewalks. So he would go to their houses with his friend. who He didn't speak any English, but his friend did. So he would go house to house and say, we'll shovel your walk for $3. And at the end of the day, he couldn't believe it. His father, who made $15 a month working 70 hours a week every Every week, seven days a week, made $15 a month. That day he made $36 and he said he will never, he just never ever looked back. He said that that, that America is definitely uh, the land of opportunity. He said everybody still believes that. He said don't believe these things from Europe when they go, oh, you know, America did this. He said they have a very, very small voice. America is still looked upon as the land of opportunity. And now if you want to learn about how the world works, just do the listen to and believe the opposite of what uh, like ivory tower people think. Yeah, because exactly their life is a small little bubble that they've constructed for themselves to uh, isolate themselves from reality as much as possible. And a point he you mentioned, me, uh, um, the United States Medical Center for Federal Prisoners is in Springfield, Missouri. Yeah, that's what I found, too. Yeah, that's where John oh, Gotti that's died. Where it, oh, so it's like go. where okay. if a federal prisoner has something horribly wrong with them, they go there. Yeah, I got... Uh, uh, after my haircut today, Dino gave me a poster. He wrote a poem after 9-11, and he showed me the letters uh, he got from uh, from President Bush and Jeb Bush as well, because Jeb Bush at that time was the governor of Florida. Uh, really, really cool. He wrote a poem about, uh, about 9-11 as an Italian immigrant. Guy couldn't be more proud to be in America now. He loves to speak English. It's just a whole different take on America you get from people like Dino. He said that people don't realize that they don't want socialism in the this country. All these people who, oh, we need everybody. Everybody needs to be the same. and everybody. He said it doesn't work. What will end up happening is what happens in all those other countries in the Eastern Hemisphere uh, and pretty much everywhere around. Well, look at Venezuela now. A very, very oil-rich country and people are starving to death because of socialism. Because what happens? The people at the top take all of the money and you end up working for 20 bucks a month. Look at Cuba. Cuba's another example. 20 bucks a month. In 2017, last year, people in Cuba were making 20 dollars a month. That's what socialism is. The people at the top take all the money and everybody's the same then. Yep, everybody's the same, which means they have nothing. Why do we keep pushing toward that? Can you figure that out? Well, they hear like I mean, socialism sounds good on paper. Yeah. And people who vouch for it have very little real life experience. They have the experience of um, you know, they uh they're born into a college professor family they go to college they become college professors they never really leave that little academia universe yeah they never live in the real world yeah no i think you're absolutely right well at harvard is it not in a lot of ivy league colleges they get free housing they get 
every everything oh, just yeah. handed to I him. mean, there's a reason so many people who are like this come from, especially Harvard, but any Ivy League school, really. Yeah, it is. It's absolutely yeah, true. The, so. the loudest ones who are talking about how everyone except for people who believe what they believe are horrible, awful people, and we should, you know, mm-hmm. round up everyone who's slightly to the right of them. Those are, they're all from Harvard or similar. Yeah, I mean, I and just it's, wish- beca- it's just because growing up in an environment like that isn't healthy, no. not seeing the real world ever. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right about that. And the one thing that just really disgusts me about people like Oprah Winfrey, who gave you the big breaks that you got in your life? Almost certainly it was white men. So how can you hate white men so much when you were, you're, you're worth $2 billion now? That's not to say she doesn't have a talent or a knack of communication with people, and I'm not saying she didn't earn the money. But I'm just saying, who gave you your biggest break? I was white guys at King, at King Syndication, right? Well, as soon as she developed her own bubble, there you go. King World Syndication, I think it was called, or King World Syndicate, whatever mm-hmm. it was called. But I, I just love it. Once you've reached the top now, all of a sudden you turn on the very people who gave you your biggest break. I don't understand that. Why is that necessary? Here's another thing I don't understand. The uh, Internal Revenue Service's outsourcing of tax debt collection is costing the IRS $3 for every dollar it brings in. Okay, did you follow that? The IRS is spending 3 bucks for every dollar that it collects through uh, out, outsourcing of tax collection, tax debt collection. How do you outsource debt collection, tax debt collection? National taxpayer advocate Nina Olson, head of the Taxpayer Advocate Service, said in her annual report to Congress on Wednesday that the private debt collection cost the IRS $20 million in the last fiscal year to collect $6.7 million in back tax. It's almost three, well, it is three times, $6.7 million. It's just, just, just short of three times, $3 for every dollar it collects. The $20 million includes administrative costs as well as commissions. The private contractors whose introduction was supported by both Democrats and Republicans also managed to collect a 25% commission on some collections that the IRS made without them. Also said the uh, four debt collection companies taking part in a program started last year collected less than 1% of the $920 million of tax debt assigned to them. She said the IRS has implemented the program in a manner that causes excessive financial harm to taxpayers and constitutes an end run around taxpayer rights and protection. She also warned that the private companies are squeezing money from those who can at least afford to pay, USA Today reports. Some 19% of those who paid under the program had incomes below the federal poverty level and would have been given hardship status if the IRS had handled their cases. Olson has previously warned that the IRS is underfunded. The agency estimates it will need another $495 million to deal with President Trump's tax overhaul. So this is not Republicans. It's not Democrats. It's both of them. These politicians, they're getting to be, every year they get to be worse and worse. Well, maybe it's just because this is the life we, we lead. We, we're we paying attention to it now. I just, uh, you know, you're spending $3 for every dollar. So you're spending the taxpayer's money, $3 for every dollar you collect of tax debt. How does that serve the public? Yeah, I'm not saying that, that people who, who, who dodge their taxes should get away with it. I'm not saying that at all. But I just... Uh, I just don't understand why you would why you would spend money like. Um, oh, I, I just got it, Molina. You said the uh, the stock market was up again. Yep, it was up one fifty today. Yeah, because it, I just got a story sent across. It said a stellar start to the new year on Wall Street has faded as the market posted its first loss of the year on Wednesday. Well, it was slight decline, wasn't it? Yeah, 
was just down a tick. Like I said, it's up down 148. See, this is what I'm saying. Here's the problem, that this news service, Newser, tends to lean pretty far left. Oh, yeah. Every once in a while, they have, uh, like, you know, a story that is pretty obviously um, uh, funded by a certain campaign. During the Trump election, they were going real hard on how horrible Trump was. Yeah, that, that was their deal. And it's, you know, that's that showbiz thing, and it's the, it just, you don't know a damn thing about it. Once again, it's people who don't live in the real world. Uh-huh. It's people like Meryl Streep and Oprah Winfrey. They don't live in the real world. So for them to, oh, I hate them because they, you don't live, you don't go to work every day. You show up and you read somebody else's words. There's a director telling you how to say those words and how to even move your body so you don't live a real life so i don't know how you can have such a strong opinion about what affects the daily life uh, of an average taxpayer you can't possibly have a clear opinion about that when there's a reason that when you think protester you don't think of like you know an oil driller or no you know a trucker or something like that no you don't it's very true they don't protest because well for one they don't have time to protest because they're too busy propping up the people who do protest yeah that's right and for two it's because if you're willing to do that kind of work you'll actually see that you can make a quite a good living doing that kind of thing it's people who think they should be able to make a living, you know, uh, making bad sculptures that are about politics or that kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, there's a, there's a reason people don't pay money for that kind of thing. It takes no talent or effort, and there's enough of it already. Yeah. I, political art, it's, yeah. The political art, yeah. That's that what kind I mean. of thing. It's like you're writing slam poems or something. Well, yeah, that's what they like to do. Yeah, you that's can't, their whole deal. You can't make a living doing something that literally no one but you wants. Well, yeah, I know. But so, why do the average person out there? Why do they look at these Hollywood people and go, "You know, they're right"? No, right. they're not. They're yeah. never right. Well, because it sounds nice. Oh, you can do whatever you want, work as little as you want, and you can make as much money as all the you know CEOs of massive companies that work eighty hours a day. And by the way, less new listeners uh, to you know one of the stations we've joined in the last few months uh, think that we we lean right on this show. We do not. We're very centrist on this show. And an example of that was uh, the other day when Andy was looking at what was the name of that website you were looking at? Oh yeah. Well, I mean, there was Breitbart and there was the Daily Stormer. The Breitbart Daily? was yeah. yeah Breitbart was uh, the one with Duck Dynasty Man on their uh, header. I don't even know what. I don't even remember what it was about but it, yeah it was like some guy long gray beard he had a gun he had a uh, something else i don't know it was basically just like you know hillbillies come to us yeah pretty much we're true. for you so yeah i'm not too far left not too far right we have no interest you'll never hear me vouch for pretty much any political party i like it We'll be right back. Tom Bernard Show. Tom Bernard here. Minneapolis is gearing up for the biggest football event of the year. And you've probably heard the myth that you should wait until after the big game to sell your home. What? If you're thinking about selling, now is the time. Why? Because buyers are hungry and most sellers aren't even in the game. But the real key is fielding the right team. And that's my buddy Chris Lindahl's team with REMAX Results. REMAX is America's number one real estate franchise. And the Chris Lindahl team is America's number one REMAX results team. Why? Because they've got the right game plan and the best players at the skill positions. They know how to market your home. They know how to use social media. And they know how to win. On average, the Chris Lindahl team sells a home every nine hours for over the MLS average. Don't wait until after the big game to get a big win on selling your home. Call the Chris Lindahl team at 763-401-SOLD and the first two callers will get a free staging package. This is a huge value. 
and it's only going to the first two KQRS callers from this ad. That's 763-401-SOLD. Get a free staging package and win big on selling your home before the big game. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. When you call Sabre for service, you'll get a certified technician that's an expert at diagnosing, repairing, and installing heating and air conditioning equipment. Sabre Techs give you the service you need, not the other stuff that you don't need. When you combine that with Sabre's A rating for customer service and the best equipment from Bryant, you get exactly what you need. So make the call to Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning today saber and brian whatever it takes look at them yo-yos that's the way you do it you play the guitar on mtv that ain't working that's the way you do it money for nothing and your chicks for free now that ain't what is this a cover Wow, what do you mean a cover? No, that's Mark Knopfler. Is this the original? Yeah. No, it is Mark Knopfler, yeah. Oh. Dire Straits. Huh, I'm used to hearing a different version. Oh, they did clean up the version. Uh, Yeah, I'm probably uh, used to the post-lyric change version. uh, You definitely are, because there's an entire section uh, which it refers to and block your ears. Yeah. To faggots. They, They sing a lot about that. Well, I mean, I think there was only one line, but no, that, was, that I, was enough for people to be upset about. I think there was an entire phrase. And according entire... to the uh, guy who wrote the lyrics, is he was writing, um, what like he, he was overhearing some guy moving TVs at like a Best Buy or something, and that's why the lyrics were like that, is because it was like this especially um, opinionated man, and he just wrote those into a song. Yeah, I mean, he he literally overheard the two workers that were moving TVs. Mm-hmm. Uh, talking, uh, he's just repeating what he heard them saying. Yeah, but naturally, everyone assumed that he hates gay people, etc. Et Which cetera. is ridiculous. Mark Knopfler is a supreme talent. He's as good as they get. I love Mark Knopfler, as a matter of fact. Walmart, the store's largest private employer, is boosting its starting salary for U.S. workers to $15. $11 an hour. They're boosting it to 11 bucks an hour, giving a one-time cash bonus of up to $1,000 to eligible employees and expanding its maternity and parental leave benefits. The retailer said Thursday that changes to its compensation and benefits policy will impact more than a million hourly workers in the U.S., where the company employs 1.5 million people. The wage increase up from $9 per hour for new workers comes into play next month. The company is also creating a new benefit to assist employees with adoption expenses. CEO Doug... Oh, I thought his name was Doug McMillian, but it's McMillan. <laughs> so it's close enough. And yeah, let's not have your CEO be Doug McMillian at, uh, Wal- at Walmart. He said in a prepared statement that recently enacted tax legislation gives us the opportunity to be more competitive globally and to accelerate plans for the U.S. So they're giving the, the big round of applause to our president. The pay hike at Walmart follows similar actions at rival Target, which raised its minimum hourly wage to $11 in October and will raise wages to $15 by the end of 2020. The specifics on Walmart's move per the AP. We'll see if that happens if Jeff Bezos buys the company. He's now worth $106 billion. He's the richest person in the history of the planet Earth. Uh, in the history. But you, didn't you say that that's not true if you... if you No, it's just recent. It's well, just semi-recent history. Right. Because Rockefeller, he died probably, what, in the 30s or something probably right uh i don't remember remember what he did before he died i don't know if you know this one Molina or not but john d rockefeller when he was an old old man you know what he did in new york city no he stood on the corner handing out dimes to people why he just thought that was a great that was a very charitable thing to do well i mean i guess back in the great depression yeah dimes and that, hey, they'll get you two bottles of Coke back then. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You so, get two bottles of Coke. There you go. You'd be good to go. 
Exactly. Richest people of all time. Let's see how many of them are in the modern era. I'm guessing few of them. He might be because right I mean, about that. if you think about like an ancient sultan or something, mm-hmm. uh, they probably had uh, quite a bit of money. Yeah, Genghis Khan, because he had so much land. Right. He owned basically all of what is now China. Oh, number nine is Bill Gates. So he is one of one of the all time. He's the richest living person, or well, he was. He was. This, yeah. yeah. Um, Alan the Red who was some 11th century English guy. He had $200 billion. $200 billion in today's money? Yes. Oh, so so Bezos isn't even close. No. Uh, and there's Rockefeller, of course. Where was he? Uh, $341 billion. $341 billion? Yeah, that's insane. So he is the richest person of all time? No, not even close. What? Uh, Andrew Carnegie, in fact, three hundred seventy-two billion. Had more money in today's dollars. Again, we're talking about lazy. Yes. So uh, who, who, oh, he he was the founder of U.S. Steel. Yeah, yeah. Carnegie founded U.S. Steel in Pittsburgh, I believe. And then uh, Joseph Stalin. That's not surprise. Oh God. Complete control of a nation with yeah. He basically he owned all the money of the USSR. And how much is he worth? Essentially, um, technically seven trillion dollars. <laughs> Seven trillion. Here's but guy, you know, it's it's hard to say that, um, like, you know, did he literally have all that money, or because I mean, he could have at that level, money isn't really like a thing. He could no, have had anything not. in the country he wanted, and you right. know, he wouldn't have paid for it. He just had kind of had it. I don't understand something. And look, don't give me this. Oh my God, how could you say something like that? But why is it that Hitler is looked upon as the worst person ever born? And what he did was horrendous. That's not what I'm saying at all. Uh, so don't mishear what I'm saying here. Yes, Stalin was a pretty bad guy. And who, Mao was even worse. Mao killed eighty. What? What? What did he kill? Eighty million people. Well, I think it's because well, Stalin for one, he was anti-Hitler, so. People are more, they look more fondly on him because he fought Hitler with us. But he killed 20 million people. Yeah, doesn't care. I mean, they don't care. He's on our side, therefore he's a good guy. That's basically what people think. That is what they think. You're absolutely yeah. right. And then Mao, same thing. He uh, was, China fought Japan, so they're on our side. They're the good guy. And it just amazes me that those three, you got 80 million people killed by Mao, you got 20 million people killed by Stalin, who then took all the money away and starved people uh, to death. Hitler killed, what, 12 million, they think? Uh, The number seems to change daily. I do love the fact that uh, people like Ahmadinejad still think that the Holocaust never happened. Why would they even have that opinion? Because People think a lot of things. I mean, for what reason? Why would Ahmadinejad care... if Germany's leader... I don't know. Why did a pair of 12-year-old girls think that Slender Man was real? Well, you're right. People will you're believe right whatever they want to believe. It's just how you can think one guy is worse than the rest of them, I don't understand. They're all so horrendous. But Andy just answered that question. Because they're on our side, they're better. Like, yeah, what? exactly. How can you even think something yeah, they like They fought that? our enemies, so whatever they do can't be bad, right? Yeah, you are correct about that. So here we go. Back to uh, Walmart. The wage increase benefits all hourly U.S. workers with in its stores, Sam's Clubs, e-commerce, logistics, and home office. The one-time bonus will be given to all eligible full- and part-time hourly employees in the U.S. based on length of service. Workers with at least 20 years qualify for a $1,000 bonus. After being there for 20 years, you get a $1,000 bonus. Isn't that sad? I mean, it's just, it's sad. So basically... Oh, God. Yeah, whatever. Um, That's crazy, though, because I heard with all this merger talk that if Amazon acquires Target, Walmart will still be handedly bigger than the combination of Amazon and Target. 
That's how big Walmart yeah, is. Yeah, that is true. Walmart is massive. That is very, very true. I went to Walmart one time ever. And yeah, that me too. is because they were the only place that I could find that uh, cinnamon Coke or whatever. Cinnamon Pepsi, was it? Uh, yeah, cinnamon Pepsi, Pepsi Fire. Oh, right. They're the only place that I could find it. That is true. And it was not great. I love this. Darkness Dave sends over, People hate Hitler more because he made a perfectly good mustache-style band forever. That's really nice. I mean, he he was a lot more visible. Oh, he was a lot like, more visible, Hitler, yeah. he did a whole lot of speaking and a lot of yelling and carrying on. And the, he made everyone in the country say, Heil Hitler all the time, that kind of thing. Yeah, that's true. Where Stalin and Mao were more, uh, like, behind-the-scenes well, Mao wasn't. My favorite thing about Mao is when they showed him uh, exercising in the Yellow River, and there were just these huge waves. There were the, the river was just flowing really hard, and they just pasted his head over one of the waves. Yes, they did. It's hilarious. You could see that it that the head was just put in the picture that he wasn't really in the river. <laughs> He's just smiling with his head sticking above this raging river. Yeah, okay, there, settle down, Pally. Full time hourly U.S. employees will get ten weeks of paid maternity leave and six weeks of paid paternity leave. Uh, salaried employees will also receive six weeks of paid paternal leave. The company also promised help with adoptions, offering full-time hourly and salaried workers $5,000 per child that can be used for expenses such as adoption agency fees, translation fees, and legal or court costs. So why is Walmart doing this? They're trying to reattract uh, Amazon customers? They're trying to get Amazon people who now shop on Amazon to come back and shop at Walmart? Is that the deal? Well, they have Jet.com, so... Yeah, they do. Do they own Jet.com? Yeah, I believe. They do, and that's that's basically the Amazon of Walmart, right? Uh, yeah, it's pretty much the exact same thing. You know, my, uh, my sister uh, got her purse stolen at a Walmart, and so she called the cops. <laughs> she was in a changing room, and somebody stole her purse. But uh, she called the cops, and the sheriff actually came. Not the cop, but the sheriff of the county came. And he's standing there talking to my sister, Bobby. And he said, you know, i got to be honest with you. I could arrest every person that comes out of here. And I'm not talking about the customers. I'm talking about the people who work there. <laughs> That's really nice. That's a really nice statement about... I've only been in a Walmart once, and I told you why that was. I'll repeat the story because it's, uh, like I said, a lot of new listeners. I'm very... I want to repeat that again, by the way. Uh, This show in the afternoon on WBHR in St. Cloud, Minnesota, is now the highest-rated day part of WBHR. So thank you to all the listeners in St. Cloud who've come aboard listening to the show. It's really a a hell of an honor. We went from, like, zero to 5,000 in uh, very little, little time. So uh, thank you so much for, for joining us on this show and this journey. Uh, this has never been done before. Nobody's ever ter- turned a digital show into a terrestrial show. And thank you for embracing it and for listening. I appreciate it. But I went into a Walmart in Brooklyn Park one time because Catherine, I was driving home. Catherine called me and said, would you do me a favor and pick up some uh, water softener salt? And I said, yeah, no problem. So I'm driving down 81 and there's a Walmart in Brooklyn Park. So I pulled into Walmart parking lot, and I walked in, and there was a young African-American woman there. And I said, excuse me, could you tell me where I could find the water softener salt? And she said to me, and I quote, why don't you go shop at Target with the other white people? <laughs> That's actually <laughs> what she said. She actually said that to me. Uh... I'm like, what? That's the most bizarre thing anyone's ever said to me. <laughs> why don't you go shop at Target with the other white people? Uh, I kind of don't think uh, that only black people shop at Walmart. I'm sorry, but I've seen... Well, that... Uh, what, what, what's that... 
what's that one site called? It's not the not the clothes of Walmart shopper. People of Walmart. Just it's just called People of Walmart. Mm. Why do they wear such bizarre clothing to Walmart? Does anyone understand that? I don't know. It, it some of the pictures you see the, the people at Walmart you don't dress like that and go out into public. First of all, and certainly if you're going to Walmart, don't dress like that and go to Walmart. What the hell are you thinking? But I guess that's. What is the big attraction of Walmart? Is it just that much cheaper to, to buy things there? Because as I said, I've only yeah. been there once, and I've never purchased anything because she basically told me to get lost. <laughs> yeah, it's just uh, it's cheap and convenient. That's really all but there is. But that's the thing. Have they it. not heard about Amazon.com? Because Amazon's amazing. Plus, it's, it's delivered to your front just door. Ref- they yeah, refuse right. to use Amazon. I don't know why. They'll they'll mm. proudly brag about how they've never bought anything on Amazon mm. before, and it's like it's so just too why? It's just too impersonal. Because they I do not want to shell out a hundred dollars for Amazon Prime a year. I mean, come on. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, I think I it's like ninety nine bucks. Oh, but everything everyone has a Costco membership though, because that's totally different. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. I feel. I think it's just because it's new. And technology-based, and a lot of people think that anything that came into existence after they turned 40 is a bad thing. This is very funny. This site I'm on right now, this this newser.com. In September 2014, Donald Trump offered Barack Obama free golf for life at as many courses via Twitter with one condition. Barack Obama would have to resign as president of the United States. <laughs> he tries to get him to quit, so he just play free golf. Not a very good life. deal. No, it's not a very good deal there, Donald. I don't know. What are you thinking? <laughs> when oh. guest starring on Late Night with Conan O'Brien, Donald Trump claimed that he has never used an ATM in his life. Well, I could, yeah, I got to believe that's see true. that, yeah. Yeah, why would he ever use an ATM? Uh, he'd go to somebody, yeah, go get me some cash, will you? Or does he even carry cash ever? Or did he carry cash ever? I don't know. All I know is that's going to do it for today again. But again, thank you to all the listeners on the terrestrial stations, you know, WBHR and St. Cloud and KVBR and uh, KVBR and Brainerd, KDAL, AM and FM up in Duluth. I keep going down the list, but uh, thank you so much, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Tom Bernard Show. (laughs)